Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello, and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe, and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake, and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hey, Lisa. And this week, we have a topic for our hate. This is driving, part eight. Again? Yeah. Yeah. Again. Uh, eight. This is probably the most you deal with a lot of hatred I have yeah. in, is about driving. And I'm going to open up today with something really seemingly innocuous. You should Uber. I do Uber when I can, but... <laughs> I can't afford to Uber everywhere I want to go. I'm sad about that. I'd love to do that. But <laughs> anyway, the first thing on my list today is those stupid oval bumper stickers that have like uh, letters inside of them. Back when I was back when I was young, those letters meant something. No, they didn't. They, they were stickers that you got in your car when you went to another country, right? Like it said IRL and it had a little picture of the I- Irish flag underneath of it. Or it said UK and had a picture of the uh, the British flag underneath of it, uh, and then or ITL and had an Italian flag underneath of it. Though I, I I don't know if they were like uh, actual OBX. Hold on, I'm getting there. Oh, you're, you're reading ahead. Oh, I don't know if they were actually like licensing or 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 stickers that you had to put on your car in order to drive them in that country or what. But generally, if you took a car to the country, it came back with one of those stickers on it. Hmm. Then. Suddenly, OBX. You start seeing OBX on all these stickers running around town. And, and you're like, OBX? What country is that? And it was not a country. It was the Outer Banks. I'd never heard of the country thing. The only thing that I've ever seen was I started, I, I saw it starting with the OBX, and then I started seeing other countries. So I don't remember ever seeing them before, but I didn't grow up in the same area that you did. The countries are are the originator of this. But this has gotten so out of hand. Lisa, I'm going to show you a picture. Uh, Jake and I have already looked at this picture. But look at look at this picture of this oval sticker. E-P-T-F-C-C-C. What's that mean? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I need to pull off the side of the road and figure that out. Right. Let me Google it. That is literally seven characters. A- C. It's a it's a big it's a word at this point. Right. C P C F. Yep. C-C-C. C-C-C. I got that. C-C-C. Oh, it's, it's, you know what it is? Yes, it's, it's Catonsville Presbyterian Church Family Child Care. Center. Center. Well, well <laughs> duh. <laughs> well, now you yeah, know. Well, what? duh. <laughs> okay, well, why do I need a sticker for my child care center? Why do I need an oval sticker? Because you love that it that like... much. I don't at love that point, anything that much. At that point, have a logo. Right. A logo would be good. Like uh, like an angry guy with we, his we fist went, our, steam coming out of his I saw one ears. for a school which was SLS. <laughs> that's but, right, but but that's a little bit better than CPCFCCC. <laughs> right, I think it's funny. I mean, they're ovals too. They and they're usually not very that's long. That's a daggone this eye. Is, this is a long <laughs> oval. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, I I don't know why it irritates me so as many things in this podcast. I'm really not sure why it irritates me. It just makes me. It just I just I see that and I just go, 
You worry about Why? things you can't change. I don't worry about it. It just I mean, I know me. this is about things you hate, but you worry about things you just can't change, and I'm worried about you. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> Next thing I hate. Go ahead. This is therapy. This show is therapy. <laughs> That's for right. Him. Is it? It's me complaining about stuff I hate. That's all yeah. it is. And, and he gets it off his chest. I get and... to dump it out to the to the universe and You know how many times yeah. a week I say, let's save this this hate you have going on here for the podcast? You know how many times I say that a week at home? <laughs> <laughs> save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. I hear that a lot, actually. Next thing I hate, parking. Because <laughs> according to Lisa, I'm not very good at it. Oh, you stress me out. <laughs> it is, it's just a fact. I, 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 All right. Well, what's more to say about that? Yeah, I just don't like parking. I, I right. would, I, I'm actually pretty good at parallel parking. But uh, I hate you can't pull into a, into a into a. I can't a pull into lot. a regular old parking space to save my life. You can parallel really? park. I can parallel park like crazy, but not a straight in park. But if I'm going into the store, I have to find a a, a parking space with like two or three parking spaces around it. So I don't hit So anyone. that he can finally get into the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm not kidding, Jake. I, it happens every time. We're going to have to go out like they, you know, and teach how to park. I'll, you know, do, I'll do that just because it's easier. But if I have to, like there's only one spot, fine. I'll make it. Like it's He gets to the point where he just parks at the back of the parking lot, which irritates me even more. You want to hear my favorite parking story? I love your parking stories, Joe. I live for them. This was, uh, I was coming into town for a friend's wedding. And uh, you were there, I think. And you were there? And you were there? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right, I, was, I was meeting him, at, meeting meeting the party at a, uh, at a meeting the people I was going to meet at a park and ride. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Now, all my life, this parking ride has been there. It's the parking ride on Georgia Avenue, just off of on 97, Maryland 97, just off of 70. Oh my God. And essentially for all of my life, this was a just a paved lot that was off the side of the road. So you, you would... It was gravel. I remember it being gravel. It may have been gravel, but it was just a lot off the side of the road. So you'd pull off the side of the road and pull in. And I see everybody standing there. And I go, hey, there's everybody. And I just pull in and everybody's like starts going, no, waving their hands, waving their hands. Like, what are you guys talking about? And all of a sudden I realize what they're talking about. The county has come through and put a curb in the middle of where you turn in, like a six inch curb. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I hit I'm that thing in my 19... this, but I'm saying it next. <laughs> I hit that thing in my 1977 Oldsmobile LS. At 110. <laughs> Probably faster than I should have been going, right? And like I remember how that jarred me so hard. I mean, my Jarred teeth you. hurt feeling about it. And everybody was looking, looking at me as I, I do this. And I, I, I park the car. And this car, you could not kill this car. Oh I get out. I turn around and I go, "When do they put the curb in? And who thought that was a good idea? Because it was black. You couldn't see it. It wasn't orange. It wasn't painted yellow or anything. All right. So my turn. Okay. I'm going to our meeting spot with Eben, our friend, and we're stand, standing there, and all of our other friends had come. We're all meeting there to 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 go up to this wedding. Right. And we're looking around. Joe will be here any second. And I turn around, and here comes the blue beast down the <laughs> road. I mean barreling down the road. And he wasn't slowing down in the curb. And I'm looking at the curb and looking at him. And everybody starts diving behind their cars going, no! And they're waving their hands. And he's smiling and waving, thinking everybody's happy to see Joe coming. And nobody's happy to see me coming. And then all of a sudden, boom! 
boom. He went up all four wheels and slams that thing down on the pavement. And we are just happy that it didn't go that far. It was a heavy car. So, yeah. And he gets out of the car and he puts his hands on his hips and turns around and goes, when did he put that in? <laughs> and we're in just utter shock. So, yeah, that was that was a memorable day. Yeah. That's my favorite parking story. <laughs> Favorite parking story. Right. We all have one. <laughs> I don't. Let's, let's hear yours. <laughs> Other than yours. Next, I hate cars that are a Pantone color match for wet pavement. You know what I mean when I say Pantone color match? I do not. Okay, so Pantone matching system, or PMS, is a old <laughs> an old graphic. I'm not joking. They actually called it PMS. Uh, it that was is, a mistake. <laughs> well, they called it PMS before PMS was a, a thing, a marketing term that they used uh, for women's products. But it was the Pantone matching system was a way to match colors in graphic design. So, okay. it, like like now when you do with web colors with the three RGB colors, yeah, the three hexadecimal RGB colors. Now it was this was a different thing. You just had a, a decimal number. Essentially, it was the same thing. But uh, anyway, I hate. I don't think they should sell cars that are a, a color match for wet pavement because you'll be driving along. And if it wasn't for the fact that I could hear this guy next to me riding my quarter panel, trying to be in my blind spot, I wouldn't have seen him. I, I don't I heard know. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a thing. I mean, you could say, okay, well, you, you can't do it the color of the pavement. You can't do it the color of gravel. You can't do it the color of snow. You can't do it the color of grass. You have got to draw a line. Whatever color paint you want, you, you know paint you your do? car, it's fine. You right. Check your blind spot. Well, actually, if you arrange your mirrors properly, you won't have a blind spot. Or get one of those cars. And Jake is looking at me you. in disbelief right now, but Jake, we can go outside and I can arrange your mirrors properly so that you don't have a blind spot. Because you should not have a blind spot in your in with your mirrors. You should be able to see everything that is directly beside you with a glance. You're shaking your head, but when I set my mirrors up in my in your car, because you've been driving, you bring those mirrors in so you can look down the side of your car to see what's going on. I need to know how close a vehicle is to my car. I don't need any other. Exactly. That's what you need. You need to know how close something is to your car. I don't Joe, want to look behind me. If I, if Depends I on where my head have, is. Yeah, if I don't have a reference to where that vehicle is in relation to my vehicle, it, that information is useless to me. No, well, you have a refer reference based on where the mirror is, and you become accustomed to it. If it works for you, perfect. It works great, but you but should it not have work a blind for me. spot. I don't have a blind spot. You shouldn't have a blind spot. <laughs> you should properly configure your mirrors. I will say this. It does seem like cars that are white, gray, wet pavement-y color Right. Are, like whenever it's foggy out or snowing or raining, those are always the cars without their headlights on. For right. some reason, the car that's red or yellow always has its headlights on. I never see, uh, I never see any of those cars with their headlights off. Right, it and seems... I would notice them because they stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> I think it's the people who buy those colored cars are just kind of indecisive people to begin with. They can't pick a good color. They can't pick a bold color. They pick something that blends in. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'm just being disparaging. Finally, the last thing I hate, maybe. the last thing I hate about driving, and this happened to me this weekend, and Lisa was there, and she saw it. I hate when I'm driving down the highway, and out of nowhere comes a pack of crotch rocket motorcycles going twice my mm. speed and zipping by me. 
Not zipping, but in between cars yeah. in that between are side cars. by side. It was scary. It was like Thunderdome. You know, it was it was like a Mad Max movie, right? We're just driving. We're going out to West Virginia to, to drop in on Lisa's parents for the day. It's a two and a half hour ride, right? So we get on the highway. We're heading out west. And uh, from behind us, we start, We the first guy goes by us, right? And the first guy goes by us and it startles everybody. And he takes off down the road. And he, I mean, he, literally, he is, he has to be going twice as fast as I'm going. And I'm going 70 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour zone. Mm-hmm. And he blows by me. Like I'm not, like I'm not moving. So. And then they just start coming one after then, the other. We had to look behind us to let you know. My concern isn't so much the passengers of the cars being startled. It's the drivers. So if you have two cars beside each other, one gets startled and maybe jerks the wheel. These guys are toast. Right. That yeah. are zipping in between the two cars at like 150 miles an hour. It was that kind of loud. And that's the response I think they're looking for. They want the ooh and the ah. But we were talking I about guess. that. That never happened. I don't remember that ever happening before when we were younger. No. Well, they didn't have these kind of motorcycles when, we were, when you and I were kids. Oh. Uh, they, they came out in like the 19, late 1980s. Yeah, I've I've always remembered them. They've been a thing since I could remember. Yeah, they they came they came out in the late nineteen eighties. I remember uh, must have been twenty of them at different. There points. were there were twenty or twenty to thirty of them. Yeah, and, and we by. had and when you switched lanes, you we we took time and looked as far back as we possibly could because they were coming up that fast. They'll be yeah. on you before you can before you know it. You know and, what? There's a phrase that uh, that I think applies here. Yeah, because you guys were in a car, seatbelts, nothing was going to happen to you. Right, we're going to be okay. Unless play, we hurt somebody else. Well, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Right. If these idiots want to be driving 140 miles an hour down the highway, and then someone who doesn't, who's not expecting something 140 miles an hour coming up behind them and tries to merge, and now they have to jerk their motorcycle and they go flying, that's your own darn fault. Yeah, I, but you still have to live with that yeah, kind of... I, right. And I, I, I just, couldn't live with I that. I have to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I, that's why I the, understand that part, but I, I don't know... Maybe because I've never had this happen to me where somebody's actually wiped out because of it. But I'm kind of apathetic to what happens to someone that makes a poor choice like that. Yeah, I don't want to watch one of these guys die on their motorcycles because that's what's going to happen. They're not, there's no recovery from that. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't make their problem your problem as much as and I understand you're, you don't want to do anything, but don't. Worry about it so much for their sake. Just make sure you're safe. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I would but say. But at the same point in time, I don't want the psychological damage of watching somebody bite it at 150 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, I get you. I, I don't think that's going to be pretty. Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be something I want to I experience. Yeah, that's something sure. really serious I mean, to hate. But, but I won't I, ever be able to unsee it. You know, when I was a kid, I used to every now and then, not, not a kid, a young man, I would say. Every now and then I get the urge to have a motorcycle. And I... I get the urge to go, man, maybe I want a motorcycle. And I go, I better call my brother. And I call him up and I'd say, you know, I was thinking about getting a motorcycle. He goes, oh, me too. But then I ran this call because he was uh, an EMT at the time. And he was he would tell me the latest horror story of the, of the latest motorcycle accident. <laughs> and I go, that's why I called. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for putting the sense back in me. Right. I mean, I mean if you like it, go ahead. Yeah, if you ride a motorcycle, I be safe and, and have fun. But... Uh, I I lack the coordination for riding a motorcycle. I, I for I, I I don't think I'm the kind of person that should do that. And I'm I am the guy that will kill himself on that. So no, thank you. I will not do that. Same. 
All right, Jake, that's it for me. What do we got from the listeners this week? We got a bunch. Things Joe Hates Jr. says, I hate that I don't have a bumper sticker that reads, Free Golf Balls for Tailgaters yet. <laughs> oh, you've been talking about that for years. I've got to get on that. Yeah. Give yeah, me a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. I'll put one on his car. We got to figure that out. Yes, we do. We'll work on that. Next, we've got world-famous voiceover artist Andrea Petrilli. Andrea Petrilli, who has her own IMDb page. Ooh. Cool. She says... We're that you... kind of famous. We're one step away from someone who has her own IMDb page. That's right. I bet you could play, like, was it Seven Steps of Kevin Bacon with Andrea Petrilli now? I... Because you got an IMDb page and... Actually, I'm... I'm... I know that I'm... Uh, my, my separation from Kevin Bacon is three. That I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Kevin Bacon. Wow, that's thanks for bragging, Joe. So anyway, <laughs> she says, when you let someone go ahead, say oncoming traffic at a little one-lane bridge, and the car behind them squeezes through too, instead of waiting for you to take your turn. I hate that. I wave and smile. Why? Because I, it's just it's very satisfying for me. It makes them feel like a jerk. I don't think they care. If I was being a jerk and somebody smiled and waved at me. I would feel much smaller. And if it doesn't, it makes me feel like it's better than cussing them out. Well, that's because you have a conscience, Lisa. I don't think people who do that care. Like, if if, if you smiled and waited at them, I think they'd be like, whatever. I'm, I'm trying to get where I'm trying to get to, you know? Which is why, in that case, if somebody feels that way, that's when I will give them a, a salute and, and yell at them. <laughs> the because old- then at that point... Cause, if it was somebody that actually was legitimately like, oh, shoot, I messed up, that would be one thing. Yeah. But it's very rarely that, and I don't think the people who do that ha- would have a conscience. I also think of it, I like to think that they're not doing it on purpose in a mean way, but what if they had somewhere that they had to be? Somebody was in the hospital. They had to get there in a hurry. I would. I just try to think of the best in people, I guess. We'll agree to disagree, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm sure that's not in all cases. Some people were just being jerks. Yeah. You know, it's not every road is 29. Yeah, I hate it. I hate that, Andrea. Next, we've got Neil from Twitter. He says, this seems to be an increasingly common occurrence. I hate when people stop short by at least a car length at a red light, especially when the light is primarily triggered by one of those induction loops, increasing the time it takes to turn green again. I have noticed this, too. And I can't, I, we saw it yesterday. Where people are not pulling all the way up. People are not pulling all the way up to the light. Well, when, when I was learning how to drive at driver's ed, right. we were told that when you stopped, you had, from, from the driver's position, you had to see the tire touching the road. Right. But this is not, this is not that kind of situation. This is the first person at the traffic light okay. is stopping a full car length back from the, from the light. Well, that's just dumb. What it if, is dumb. What if it's because their car is built in such a way that they can't see the light unless they're back that far? No, I will tell you this. My car is built that way. My grandma was like that. There but, you go. know, all you got to do is put a couple books under your tush and you're up and over and <laughs> see a little better. No, no, no. Because then you'd have, if you're too close, you'd have to look down. Right. Yeah. I have to do that. I have to bend down. Get look up. It's great. Right. And, and at that point, if somebody's got a bad back, they're probably like, screw that. I'm Man, just going to park behind the line. My back is still hurting, by the way. Oh. Uh, from falling off that ladder two weeks ago. <laughs> so, well, at least you didn't kill yourself like that other guy. No, that's right. So, um, 
but yeah, I can't stand it, Neil. This is something that drives me crazy. And I, 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 the other day, I almost pulled in front of somebody who had done it because of the exact reason you're saying that there's an induction loop buried in the asphalt there. And I want to trigger that induction loop. <laughs> nah. You guys worry about the darndest thing. <laughs> I mean, how it? do you sleep at night? I don't understand. <laughs> Worried. I have to read. I don't care. I have to read something I don't care about, like fiction, to go to sleep. That's uh. what I have to do. Otherwise, I will sit up all night and worry about this kind of crap. What's next, Jake? Next, we have the Rant of the Week. Rant of the Week. Rant By week. Thomas on Facebook. He says, I hate that every traffic light isn't flashing red and yellow after 12 or 1 a.m. The fact that our local governments think we are too dumb to navigate an otherwise empty intersection is just insulting. They say it's just major intersections that remain active at late hours, but realistically, there are no major intersections at 2 a.m. At worst, they should be four-way stops. I guess maybe in cities that's not the case, but if you're outside of a large city, things are dead. I used to get up really early, like two, three o'clock in the morning and, uh, to go into work and same thing. Like I'd be sitting at a red light and nobody's, coming. and there's nobody coming. There's right. nobody anywhere behind me, front of me, left, right, nobody. And I'd have to wait like five minutes for this thing to go over before I could drive through. So yep. yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Thomas, you're 100% correct. I think we're all in agreement. Yep. Here. Absolutely. All right, everybody. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. And if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you can find us. And subscriptions help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.